Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome to the Bob and Sherry Show. Merry Christmas holiday. Winterfest. With Bob. People love Santa Claus. Who knew? And Sherry. I think everyone. And now, broadcasting from the Bob and Sherry studios, it's Bob and Sherry. Oh, it's that busiest shopping day while you work ever. Happy Cyber Monday, everyone. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I know all of us did. We were just chatting about it and... Now we'll be um, sneaking away to look at Amazon.com deals all day long. Lamar, do you want to tell everybody what you did to yourself? You know, one time I want you to say that and me say something really wonderful and positive. But (laughs) I I had read an article. I read an article and it says if you walk over 8,000 steps a day on a regular basis, you can decrease your chances of an early death by 60%. Now, a lot. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. So so I talked to Carla about it. And so we decided to start some sort of walking regimen. Now, I'm a firm believer that if a little is good for you, a whole lot's even better. So, of course, I followed that belief with the Thanksgiving meal exactly the same way. I enjoyed Thanksgiving to the fullest, and I repeated that with all the wonderful leftovers. And so, really, if I ever needed to burn some calories to improve my health, it's probably right after Thanksgiving. So, I got up in the morning, and I walked 3,600 steps. After lunch, I decided to walk another 3,600 steps. And late that afternoon... I did it again. Good. Along with my regular walking around, I had 11,924 steps. So, did the same thing the next day. Wound up with 12,623 steps. Well, I woke up this morning, couldn't put any weight on my right foot. So, I'm wrapping Mm. it in ice and I'm icing it down. Carla comes in and she sees it and she's like, oh my God, you did this again. You always do this. I have suggested that we start off slow and we work up to it, but oh no, not you. You always got to go to the extreme. You overdo it. Now you can't walk at all. Thanks to you, I'm not going to be walking because I'm going to walk with you. We're going to die an early death. Now it's on you. (laughs) Hope you're happy. You've killed us. You have just killed us because, you know, so I guess all my shopping will be done on the cyber situation because right now I'm having to keep ice on the foot and try to keep it a little bit elevated. And it's just, you know, 
Can I can I make a suggestion for you that that might well, be Well, please do cuz Carlos made plenty of yeah. them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. This is not an ad. We're not sponsored by this shoe company, but there's a there's a shoe company that's become really hot lately and not just with with uh, middle-aged people who want to walk, but also younger it's it's Hoka H O K A. And they're kind of goofy looking. The colors are really goofy looking unless you hunt and peck. They are the most comfortable things I've ever had on my feet. And I'm seeing them all over the place. I, I've seen rock stars wearing them now. They are so comfortable, it's like you're walking on a cloud. So I think they're not cheap. They're about 160 bucks. But I think that would be very helpful when, when you get back out there. I don't think it's the shoes on this particular instance because I've got some really nice walking you know, shoes. My podiatrist put me in these and it's awesome. I think probably going from 30 steps a day to 12,000 steps a day. <laughs> well, that's true. I, yeah, I can't do anything about that. Yeah. I can't do anything I would, about that. Yeah. I would be saying more, but listening to you two rascals talking about your hokas and your podiatrist, I find myself so distracted and aroused that I, I can't. I <laughs> yeah. Um, Lamar, you've just joined the show full time. Never use the word podiatrist again. They do wonderful <laughs> things, but we can't. It does date you, does it? <laughs> It's it's the it's the medical uh, profession of if it were fashion it'd be tidy whities so you know you just you have to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what's nice? Yeah. You know, you know that you're with your person, with your life partner, when you, you're trying to just live a little bit longer and you overdo yeah. it, and their response is not sympathy and compassion, but well, I guess you've just killed us both. That right, you screwed you up now again. <laughs> you know it's the worst. Yeah. It's it's not you screwed up. You've screwed up again. You know, again. which makes you sound like a a, a lifetime of uh, being a bumbling idiot. You screwed up again. Yeah, yeah. That's not the first well, time. You I've know heard that's that. true. <laughs> you know that's true. When Carla's friends go, oh, what did he do this time? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Never listen to your wife's conversation with her friends. I've, oh, I've no, learned no, that. No, Walk no. Well, out noticed, of the room when, immediately. When she's on the phone and I walk in and she immediately stops talking until I walk out. Well, that's not I've good. Got to assume that's not that, yeah, good. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 What did you do now? Yeah. Well, well so, that's the way it goes. What are you going to do? You want to be alone? You got to put up with this stuff. Yeah. The good news is, is you woke up um, with this injury and, and attempted homicide of your spouse um, on the day of the year when all the best online deals are. So maybe you can knock out some of yeah. that shopping. Listen, I got, your, I got uh, plenty of time to find them. <laughs> yeah, put your foot up and just relax. We got morons in the news coming up. We've got some, speaking of Cyber Monday, we have some uh, kind of peculiar items that we found online for you. And we've got one. For that person out there that hasn't washed their bed sheets in a real, hmm. real long time, we got Hampton. We got Hampton. you on the. We got you on the list. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey everyone, back home. It's Major Ryan Voller, deployed in the Middle East currently with 347th RSG. Just want to wish everybody a happy holidays, especially my family, my wife Sharon, and my boys Uriah and Kanan. Love you all. Can't wait to come home soon. Miss ya. A heartfelt thank you for serving. 
Here's Bob and Sherry. It's an annual tradition at the Bob and Sherry Show, and it's something we can't wait to do with you. It's our tree lighting happy hour Thursday, December 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. We're going to have special holiday guests. We're going to light the big tree, and we'll be giving away five holiday gift boxes, including surprises from the Scone Goddess and Maine Needham's and Landon Lacey Jewelry, Check Feather and Down Company, and Dina Bean Children's Books. We'll see you for happy hour Thursday, December 14th. Well, happy early holidays. I think people are slowly getting into the holiday spirit. And boy, oh boy, are Americans traveling. I was reading that again. They're predicting this year the biggest travel day, uh, the day after Thanksgiving, I think it was, uh, especially with uh, people flying because people did not fly for several years. We are flying like crazy through Three and a half million people in the air over the holidays. That's a lot. And it's going to be a little less at Christmas time, but not much less. People are just getting on the road. Half of America is going to be traveling one way or the other during the holidays. And so if you're flying and you're getting on the plane, you probably will notice, or if you've flown a lot before, that there is always a flight attendant that greets you as you come on. And I always felt that, you know, they're just being polite. You know, it's something they're representing their, they're representing their airline. It's like, welcome, you know, relax and all this and that. And I am wrong because I just read this article in Huffington Post. There is set, there are several reasons why flight attendants greet you when you come on. You want to know what they are? First and foremost, it's to see whether or not you're what the industry terms an ABP, able-bodied person. In other words, people who could assist in the case of an evacuation. They are looking for somebody who might be a pilot, a nurse, a doctor, uh, a cop, or firefighters. Now, you really can't tell 100% because the firefighter is not walking on the plane you know, dressed like a firefighter, but these flight attendants evidently have been trained to the point that they can probably ballpark whether or not you're somebody to call upon and they will remember where you are in, uh, in the plane. Um, also, if you have a disability, they want to make sure that if they have to, they will put you in another seat if it's available. Also, they are checking to see how many bags people are carrying because you get two bags. You get one overhead and one personal bag. And there are evidently people that come on with more than that. And that is uh, that's not allowed. That'd be somebody has to, uh, uh, you know, be asked to put it in storage. They have to do that. And anybody who walks on a plane with a cooler, the flight attendant will say what's in there and will ask to see what is in the cooler. And then there is the question of inebriation. The flight attendant very often is able to tell if you're too tipsy to board by checking you with a quick, hello. If the person goes, hey, toots, how are you? (laughs) They may be asked to leave the plane or you're at least going to have some eyes on you. Um, And other suspicious behavior can be eyed at the door, too. It might be something that, you know, they just pick up, something aggressive in your behavior. They're not going to throw you off the plane for that, but they're going to keep an eye on you. 
And you know what? I respect all of these things. I think it's the right thing to do. And uh, I feel better about this, that they're not just saying, welcome to American Airlines. They are looking you over one, the, the top of your head to your shoes. I just saw an example of this flying home from visiting my mom. I think I told yeah. you guys there was a passenger on the flight. Um, I was in like row 35, and I think there were 38 rows on the plane. This person uh-huh. was in the last row, and they boarded it and went into a panic attack, full-blown panic attack. And the wow. flight attendants must have spotted it. Um, or spotted that this person was in some sort of distress, and it was a, a yeah. sad situation. That it was a, yeah. a a woman who just lost her dad and was trying to fly home to get to her family, because Ugh. those flight attendants no sooner had this person sat down than um, three flight attendants came trotting to the back of the plane and knelt by the seat, and other passengers were helping. Those flight attendants got there before the call buttons were pressed, which tells you that they saw something. Or they were aware of something when she boarded. it. It was pretty Isn't amazing to see great. and really yeah. kind. So much kindness. Yeah. You know, they probably saw it, unless she was crying, they probably saw it in her eyes. And so I, the next time I get on a plane, I'm going to see if they look right at your eyes. Because that would be the easiest way to tell if somebody was, in this case, uh, possibly in distress or somebody's just loaded. Well, when you board, because I fly a lot, I always, when they say hello, I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Because they're, first of all, their jobs are hard and people have lost their minds and act like crazy animals on planes now. And Mm -hmm. like, it isn't difficult enough, right? To fly. It isn't difficult enough to be a flight attendant. Now you got to deal with these rodeo clowns going nuts in midair. But yeah, they, I know, I know they looked at her and knew something very serious was wrong. Because they just how was got she, there. How was so she fast. for the flight? Because I was wondering if they were going to say, "Are you okay for flying?" But I guess the protocol would be, "No, we're not taking a passenger off. They paid for the ticket. That's going to be she, you know, a real." Pain. She needed to get home. She needed yeah. to get home, oh, and see. everyone. Yeah. She needed to get home to be with her family. Yeah. And yeah. everyone, including the other passengers in that part of the plane, knew it. And yeah. people were offering help and comfort and blankets oh, that's great. and. Yeah, yeah, it really. We can it, still do that as Americans. We can That's still do that as human okay. beings. Yeah, we right, got morons right. in the news straight ahead. It's Bob and Sherry. Morons in the news is sponsored by Lowe's. Find the top products and quantities you need when you need them. Lowe's knows pros. Here we go. It's Bob and Sherry, the craziest, moronic, asinine, with morons in the news. You know, Walmart gets a lot of shade because of some of the crazy things that goes on. And they they really shouldn't because Walmart is an amazingly large company with stores everywhere. I mean, there are some cities that have a Walmart where you can see the next Walmart, right? So they just have thousands and tens of thousands and probably millions of people. And some stuff is going to go down. This is what happened just the other day in Waverly, Ohio. A woman took her toddler into the Walmart and the toddler is sitting, you know, in the little place next to her purse and she's looking, you know, she's doing some shopping. The Walmart, the uh, toddler put his hand in the purse 
and pulled out the woman's Taurus 9mm firearm and shot. He pulled the trigger and fired a handgun. He's two years old in the Walmart. Thank God nobody was hit. I guess he's a bad shot. I don't know. But uh, nobody was hurt. The place went crazy, and uh, the cops came, and, of course, she was taken into custody, even though she, you know, didn't mean anything. But um, they said, you just can't have a firearm near a baby. And so it turned out okay, and the police said, we want to emphasize the importance of responsible firearm ownership and storage, especially with children. Amen. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that. That's so crazy. That is so crazy. I just think that's a Thursday at Walmart, but that's just me. Uh, (laughs) For the umpteenth time, people, do not call the police to report that somebody stole your drugs, especially if your name is on outstanding warrants. Cops were dispatched to a Best Western in Stewart, Florida, in reference to a theft. Upon arriving at the hotel, an officer spoke with Lily Rinker, 23 years old, who explained that she had $30 worth of pot in her grinder. But after Carlos (laughs) departed the room, she noticed that half a gram was missing from her stash. Rinker stated she did not know what to do, so she decided to call the police. Well, after checking everything, a Stewart Police Department officer determined that she had a pair of open arrest warrants in Palm Beach County. Rinker, whose home address is listed as an apartment complex, was questioned, and he figured out what was going on. According to court records, one warrant was issued after Rinker failed to show for hearings in connection with an outstanding criminal mischief case. The second came after Rinker did not appear for a probation violation hearing in connection with a DUI conviction earlier in the year. Rinker is being held without bond on the warrants, and it's unclear if she will face pot charges because possession of less than 20 grams is a misdemeanor. More than that amount could be a felony. Rinker was arrested last year for allegedly striking her father in the face during an argument. Rinker told cops she became upset after learning that her father had posted online a photo of her holding a vape. Rinker noted that I'm a college athlete. And I could not be seen holding a vape. I'm on the golf team. So (laughs) I don't know what's more impressive, that she's on the golf team or that she can tell when a half a gram of pot's missing. That's pretty good to know if a half a gram Yeah, I'm impressed. You know, I I think smoking weed is the least of her problems. She's got to address a lot of stuff. Listen to this, you guys. This is the moron of the day today. Two armed burglars posing as delivery drivers broke into a home in Queens, duct taped two of the people living there, and then stole $70,000 worth of stuff. It all took place when the burglars rang the doorbell and pretended they were there to make a delivery. And so, of course, you know, this time of the year especially... A lot of people are expecting a delivery. As soon as the door opened, the two thieves pushed their way inside, flashed a gun, and duct taped both the victims, a 22-year-old woman and a 25-year-old man, mouth, hands, arms, and legs. And then they started scooping up stuff, including a very nice watch and some cash. The victims were not injured other than, you know, it doesn't feel good to have duct tape peeled off your face. Oh, yeah. 
And the uh, NYPD says, listen, you got to do you got to be so careful who you open the door to. Well, how are we supposed to live? I have to ask this question. How are we know, supposed to live? I know. Can, can I can I just make a little note here? If somebody broke into our house, I don't know what they would have to take to get up to $70,000. They they would have to move out my stove and refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't have that sort of valuable stuff hanging around. Oh, I'm yeah, going to have to call downstairs. To. Girls, one of you needs to get in the truck. Yeah, I don't have right. a Rolex or cash here. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, it's crazy. That's right. So y'all just be, we'll get this posted up on the Bob and Cherry Facebook. Y'all just be so careful who you open your door to in this crazy world. Coming up, things Bob didn't know. Comedian Gina Brillen and some very unusual items for your Cyber Monday shopping pleasure. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry website. The Oddcast. Contest info. BobandSherry.com. You know, I hate to be the one to inform everybody, but the end of the world, it is upon us. I know people have been talking this way off and on for a while, but I thought it was just people connecting a bunch of things they considered to be signs and that they were crazy. Seems like Mm -hmm. I was wrong. The coming of the apocalypse has been revealed by a very unexpected, if tragic, sign. Crocs. The plastic perforated footwear company has finally reached the pinnacle of criminal ugliness that in some states could qualify for the death penalty. Okay. Croc is now making croc skin cowboy boots complete with fake Western stitching and rubber spurs. The spurs are removable. Hideous so does heinous, not even Lamar. begin to describe the abomination no, of this. That is wrong. This is a world-ending boot, okay? this These shoes could gag a maggot, okay? I'm just telling you, they are horrendous. The fact that they exist is not the actual sign of the end of mankind. The fact that when they went on sale, it crashed the internet and they sold out in just a few minutes. I can't think of a no. clearer sign that the end is here. I cannot. They're so ugly, Bob. They're so horrifying. Like, you look at them and go, there's no reason for this monstrosity to exist. They're so bad. You better be careful if you're wearing those, because I think that's going to be a hanging hanging (laughs) offense in Texas. I mean, it is. I mean, they're, oh, my gosh. They're they're 120 bucks for a pair. Whoa. yeah, 120 bucks. 120 bucks. Plastic spurs. They got plastic spurs. And you can take them off or leave them on for a fashion statement. I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. That's that's <sighs> if, you, if you're wearing those, you got to be just kind of it's got to be tongue in cheek, right? You're going to a party tongue in cheek. I I think if, you know, a woman put them on you know, uh, with a short skirt and a cowboy hat and, you know, I don't know, some sort of a theme uh, party or something. I could see it. But a man wearing croc cowboy no. boots? Uh-uh. No. No. uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. It's a crime against humanity. And this it is. is Bob and Sherry. Hi, my name is Marina Lucero. Um, I'm from Cabrera, New Mexico, and I just want to wish all my family back home A very Merry Christmas. I can't wait to see you guys. Love you. Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. 
All right, happy Cyber Monday, everyone. I got an email from a website I'd never heard of or been to before called unforgettablegadgets.com. And I was like, well, that sounds like some holiday shopping. Let me go have a look. And they had some cool stuff that they featured. Like they had this one thing. It, it's like, um, uh, like a plastic letter C with some sensors in it and some things. And basically you put it around your neck and it combines... Mm-hmm massaging and warm compresses and all you do is wrap it around your neck and turn it on and it says within minutes all of your pain melts away and you have the energy you need to accomplish your goals now i can't tell you what it does for existential pain i have not found the gadget for that yet but that sounded pretty cool and then there was this kind of toothbrush called the 360 bright that looks like a hockey player's mouth guard but you put it in your mouth and it reaches all of your teeth at once and it brushes all of your teeth in 30 seconds. Doesn't that sound amazing? What's the name of that one again? That's fantastic. The 360 Bright. You know how much, like, I am all about teeth. I would love to have this. In fact, I'm going to tell my husband to get me this for Christmas. It's one size fits all. You know, let me um let me see if I can find you the price on that it's one. It's 29.95. It don't work. No, it's it's more than that. Oh no, yeah, I let agree me with see. You. If it's if it's 29.95 it does not work. You're exactly right. Yeah. No, it's I can tell you it's not 29.95. It's Whoa! Oh my goodness. Oh my how gracious. Much? Well, if you if you buy 3, you'll get 2 free. They're $48 I only have one each. Mouth. I only you have can, one but you can get you could get one for everybody on your list for $238 right now at buy360bright.com. But I really <sighs> this was the gift. And it uh, listen, I want one. It probably doesn't work, but I always want um, no work. gadgets and I'm such a dude. Yeah, you I always get want one and tell us cuz I would buy it if yes. it worked too, but I'm okay. I'm suspicious. This next thing I don't even know what to think about this. It's called Miracle Sheets. They're the world's first ever self-washing hygienic sheets. You never have to take them off the bed. You never have to put them in the washing machine. I am horrified by this, but would you like to know more? Would you? Yes. Hang on. Hampton. All of my boys already had these sheets. I've got something for your dorm room. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is actually, this is a gift for um, a certain kind of person. And we just named a couple of them right there. So it has real silver woven into the thread because silver is a natural antibacterial. It repels dirt and dust mites and nastiness. And you never have to take the sheets off the bed. I can't. Uh, I can't imagine that. I can't either. I'm thinking. Um, of, well, I can't even say what I'm thinking of, and I'm wondering how that sheet's going to get clean. Oh, well, it does. They do address that. I'm not gonna, because uh-huh. some folks uh-huh. are having a muffin. Right. <laughs> but but the sheet to- can do that too. It says, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And I knew you were going to ask. So I went back and I because checked. Because I'm a little pig. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I checked. I knew you were going to ask me how much it costs. You can get a queen size set of these miracle sheets for $139. And that's expensive. But I guess if you factor in, 
never taking them off your bed and washing them. One of the reviews that I read said, this is great. My wife and I haven't stripped the bed in months. Oh. What do, you, does that, what do you think, Lamar? I, I think that's kind of cheap for a sheet that does all of that, don't you? No, $139? No, yeah. they should be a thousand dollars if it's yeah, true. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, if it's true. Yeah. If it's true. If it's true. Um, and the the one review said, We um <laughs> these are the it's only sheets review. that haven't come off our bed. We've gone several weeks on an accident before <laughs> I, I, I folks just no. you did. Folks, listen to me. No, listen, listen. I don't care if these sheets are woven out of unicorn fur, okay? If y'all have some sort of an accident in your bed, and I'm including spilling like your Mountain Dew. Yeah, sure. Okay? Yeah, right. You get those sheets off that bed, and you walk them over to the Maytag, and you throw a Tide Pod in there, and you act like a civilized person. That's right. We are sending people to Mars. We are not animals. We have to wash our bed sheets. I don't it want, only had one review. I don't. Um, Nobody wants to admit want, they bought them. Yeah. I don't want bed sheets that. Um, I'm not going to be able to not wash my bed sheets. Tell me the truth. Are you going to be able to not wash your bed sheets? With my wife? Are you kidding me? There's no way. How There's about you, no Lamar? Way. How long you no. getting that? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm not I buying it. No. What's the next one? This next one is just for you, Bob. It's a password thing. You type in your password once, and then you can log into all of your devices. It's called RoboForm. It works across every browser. It works across every device from iPhone to Android. And both the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal loved it. So there you go. The password yeah. RoboForm. <clears throat> and yeah. you can set that up while you're laying on your sheets that you never have to wash. <laughs> <laughs> Straight ahead, things Bob didn't know, it's Bob and Cherry. At the Bob and Cherry Show, everyone knows that Bob Lacey is the self-proclaimed mayor of Christmas Village because of his great Christmas spirit. I've just decided not to send out Christmas cards. Bob, Bob, Bob. Well, the mayor of Christmas Village wants Bob and Cherry listeners all over the land to get all the presents this year. Of course, Bob won't actually be buying the gifts. Bob, Bob, Bob. But you already knew that. Presenting the 12 Days of Christmas. From December 4th through December 19th, we'll select one lucky listener to win a Bob and Sherry swag box, since Bob's not actually paying for it. Bob, Bob, Bob. We're just going to grab a few things off the shelf and send them to you. There are water bottles, coffee mugs, grocery bags, beach balls, pens, keychains, and more. A lot of stuff you can buy at the Bob and Sherry store at bobandsherry.com. It's a 12 Days of Christmas celebration. Bob Lacey's style. Just enter at the contest page at bobandsherry.com. Hey everyone back home. It's Major Ryan Voller deployed in the Middle East currently with 347 RSG. Just want to wish everybody a happy holidays, especially my family, my wife Sharon, and my boys Uriah and Kanan. Love you all. Can't wait to come home soon. Miss ya. A heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. And now on the Bob and Sherry Show, it's another exciting episode of Things Bob Didn't Know. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Very nice to be here with this. Ketchup was once sold as a medicine. 
In the 1830s, it was believed the condiment could cure indigestion, diarrhea, and even jaundice. You know, so we look back on this now. We're laughing at this. That's baloney. But do you think 100 years from now, people will look back on us and say, you know, these idiots thought that something out of a jellyfish would improve their memory? I think they will, yeah. I I think think they they will. will. I do think they will. In 1905, 11-year-old Frank Eperso left water and soda powder. I guess way back in 1905, they would have a soda powder. You put it into and you got a little drink there. He left water and soda powder Mm -hmm. outside on a very cold night. And inside the uh, glass was a wooden stirrer. It was still in the cup. The next morning he discovered that the mixture was frozen and the epicycle was born. Years later, the name was changed to Popsicle. So bottom line, an 11-year-old kid invented the Popsicle without even knowing. That's baking soda, by the way. Soda powder is baking soda, yeah. Do you think he he got something out of it? Do you think he got any money out of it at all? Nah. No. Back then, people just they they no. just didn't. They took it. Yeah. Do you do you think that when you were a kid and you would get a popsicle, didn't you always think that when you got a root beer popsicle, it was weird? It was kind of like the weird kid in your class version of the popsicle. Um, I the only time we ever got root beer popsicles is when we were visiting our grandparents in Philly, and actually I loved them. You liked them? You didn't them? like a root beer popsicle? I well, it, it had sugar, so I was going to consume it one way or the other. But it was always like it was kind of weird, you know. Where's the cherry? Where's the grape? Those are the maybe even the orange, but oh, root beer. Oh no, it's, root beer was like this exotic treat you could only get in Philly. And you're so right about kids with sugar. I told you guys about my cousin who ate a whole package of chocolate X Lax because she thought it was candy. God, I did that. I did that when Ooh, I was a kid. Buddy, you did that you too. You did that. It looked, yeah, it looked like a Hershey bar to me. I climbed up. We lived in a single-wide trailer, and I would pull the steps out, like not steps, but the drawers out, the bottom drawer to the next one, and I'd make steps. And I'd go up yeah. the steps and get up on the counter, and I'm r- going through the stuff up there, and I see this foil-wrapped chocolate, and it was in squares. It looked just like like a Hershey bar or whatever, and I ate the whole thing, and I got dehydrated. <gasps> it was a bad situation. Oh. Had that was a bad oh, couple of yeah. nights. We won't talk Enough. about what happened when he swallowed a bunch of bubble gum. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, here's, here's the next thing Bob didn't know. Abraham Lincoln's top hat was more than an accessory. He used it to store important notes and papers. It's been said he even wore the hat on the night of April 14th, 1865, to the Ford's Theater. So he's got he's got notes up in the hat, you know, maybe speeches, notes on what he wants to remember. I just have never known anybody that would carry notes on their head. Well, we don't wear top hats anymore. I mean, think about the the size of a top hat. You get all kinds of info in there. Really? Don't they look kind of foolish? Don't you think they look just kind of silly? Well, they do because not everybody's doing it. So, Bob, but if everybody's still warm, it wouldn't be foolish. Yeah. So do you want a man bag or do you want a top hat? (sighs) I'd like to have a man bag, but I've never been able to deal with one. 
I, I, you know, I see these guys like on the streets if we go to New York City and they're just bopping along and they got their cool tight clothes on and everything that one of those man bags. I just know that I would leave it behind and everything in it would be gone. So I just never got, never got used to it. Um, That's why a top leaning, hat would make so much sense for you. Because mm-hmm. yeah, everything would that. be on your head. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me tell Mary I'm thinking about that. Um, <laughs> the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Everybody knows the Leaning Tower of Pisa, right? It's famous for leaning mm-hmm. more than four degrees to the side. People think it shifted over time. But the truth is, it shifted during the construction of a third floor when it was added. Nobody knew why. They thought maybe the ground was a little soft, and they said, eh, leave it. The construction company was called the Bob and Lamar Construction Company. Just leave it. So true. Yeah, yeah that's right. Be all right. Yeah. I, I, didn't know, I didn't know there were female gladiators in ancient Rome, and they were extremely rare. And they had their own names. They were called gladiatrix, gladiatrix. They were very, very rare. And I'm wondering, did they fight to the death? I bet they did. I, don't, I mean, were there, I, ever, were there ever gladiators that just said, I'll tell you what, you know, nick me over here. You know, I'll get you in the leg. You know, we'll call it a day. Yeah, I, you know, it, it depended I, I don't know. because the ruler either put a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Thumbs yeah. down mean he had to die. Thumbs yeah. up means let him live. Like, yeah. And and finally, Russia ran out of vodka when they were celebrating the end of World War II, the day they signed the treaty. Everybody was in the streets with Russian vodka. They got plowed, and they ran out of the stuff. Let me tell you, according to what I see in the news, they figured out how to get it back. And that is... Things Bob didn't know. This is Bob and Sherry. Everyone Needs a Laugh is sponsored by Exergen. Accuracy matters. So make Exergen the chosen thermometer for your home and family. Oh, it is time for Everyone Needs a Laugh. Here is comedian Gina Brillen. You ain't got to work this hard. My mom works so hard on the holidays, too. She always starts cooking the night before. My husband gets all excited. He's always like, damn, your mom can cook. I'm like, well, it don't run in the family, so relax. <laughs> I gets all excited. There will be none of that. <laughs> you know, we do a prayer in my family before we do the dinner thing. And I was like, not everybody's thing, but we're Latino, so we're like this with Jesus. So <laughs> we got to throw him a little shout out. <laughs> but you got to be careful who you let do the prayer, because there's always that one passive aggressive family member that's waiting to shout out somebody's business. <laughs> in the prayer like dear lord we're thankful for everybody being here especially Gina who never seems to have time for anybody anymore <laughs> we're really happy that her husband's here too because it's about damn time she got married you know what I'm saying <laughs> hopefully this one doesn't have a prison record anyway I'm sure you will heal her in the way she needs to be healed lord it's all the same like everybody falls into their little roles when they come back you know what I mean like the same fights that happened the year before are gonna happen again that next year and you're kind of looking forward to it as soon as those people walk in you're like round two (laughs) everybody does their own little thing you know my mom still watches all of her telenovelas right growing up my mom had a VCR in every single room of the house so she could record all of her favorite telenovelas. And for those of you that don't know, a telenovela is like a soap opera, but with more evil twins. (laughs) 
and more people dying but turning out to not be dead. <laughs> it's so amazing because when somebody dies, they still get upset. Like, I know they killed Ruby. I'm like, the show is called Ruby. I think she's going to come back. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> she's going to be all right. I grew up watching both Latino television and American television, and I noticed the similarities. A lot of the programs were similar. It's just that Latinos, we always got to be extra. We always got to be extra. It's like we looked at regular soap operas and we were like, you call that drama? That's cute. I'll show you drama. Right? Everything's extra about what we do. Like, on American television, they got Kelly and Ryan. We got El Gordo y la Flaca. Right. Which translates to the fat man and the skinny woman. Because who cares what their names are? <laughs> it's like Kelly and Ryan, but extra, y'all know. We all know if Kelly and Ryan was translated, it would be Las Flacas. I know some of y'all want to correct my Spanish right now, but I said what I said. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I love seeing my family. I'm closest with my sister. I have an identical twin sister. And uh, I always tell people, hey, if you don't like the show, please make sure you harass the right person online. <laughs> we get confused for each other all the time. Like, one time I spent 20 minutes getting yelled at by a guy that my sister ghosted. I couldn't even blame him, man. It must have felt like he was getting ghosted again, but in real life. <laughs> Sir, I've never been to dinner and a movie with you. As a matter of fact, I've been dead for four years. <laughs> I'm close to my brother, too. My brother is openly gay. He came out to me when I was 14 years old. I don't know how old he was because gay men don't tell you their age. <laughs> I lived with my brother for three years and I had nowhere to go. He took me in. He let me live with him. I lived in his living room on a twin-size bed. And he had three cats and I have two ferrets. It was like a little urban zoo. And those are my single years, so imagine bringing a guy home to that super sexy scenario. <laughs> Every time I brought a guy home, I felt like a shameful little hobbit. I was like, please don't mind the smell. <laughs> or the twin-sized bed. Also, my brother's in the next room. <laughs> It's hard enough having your dates judged by your brother, but he's not just judging them as my brother, he's judging them as a gay man. So he'd be like, that guy's not even cute. <laughs> I'd be like, well, first of all, I'm desperate. Okay? Second of all, see first of all. Those were the internet dating years for me, and dating has changed so much. It used to be about finding a relationship, finding something. Now it's about who's closest and can get naked the fastest. Gina Brillen. We'll get that posted oh, up at B-O-V-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Can you imagine an apartment with three cats and two ferrets? Oh, my God. Oh, my. Hey, even Uncle Max wouldn't want to come look after that situation. All right. Happy Cyber Monday, everyone. I hope that uh, your job doesn't get too much in the way of your online hey, shopping. Sherry, it's yeah. four cats and a lizard. I'll take care of that. But not oh, four, not two cats and two parrots. Max, four cats and a lizard is civilized. Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry. Hi. 
My name is Captain Letitia Ballard. I'm here with the 384 Cosk and Eric John Kuwait. I just want to say ho, 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 and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year. Wishing you all the love, and uh, thank you so much for everything that each and every one of you do. Love you much. Bye-bye. A heartfelt thank you for serving. Here's Bob and Sherry. If you're sick and tired of going to the refrigerator and eating all kinds of Thanksgiving leftovers, and you're thinking, there's got to be something better. Here's something you might want to think about. In China, they have come up with a new exotic ingredient for pizza. Pizza Hut and uh, a century-old restaurant, Sir Wong Fun in Hong Kong, have teamed up together to offer customers shredded snake meat along with black mushrooms and Chinese dried ham in the city. The combination typically makes up a beloved snake stew, usually eaten in the winter months, but they've turned it into a nine-inch pizza that has abalone sauce, not the typical tomato spread. So it's paired with cheese and diced chicken. The snake meat becomes really richer in taste, the Pizza Hut representative said, and also noted the nourishing meat helps boost blood circulation. So combined with pizza, it marks a breakthrough from the conventional concept of maintaining good health, even if it does challenge your taste buds. The texture is a bit like chicken, and it tastes like fish and other kinds of seafood. One of the people said that really enjoyed. Yeah. (laughs) So so here's the deal. Although snakes aren't food in many cultures, especially on this side of the world, maybe this will make you appreciate that dressing and that leftover turkey. Okay? So quit being so proud of yourself and open that refrigerator up meet some of those uh, deviled eggs and stuff. It'll be better than a snake pizza, I promise. Hey, Lamar, snake pizza or pineapple and ham pizza? I haven't tried to snake yet. I'll get back to you. <laughs> this is Bob and Sherry. I'm Prophet Odell from Maine. Happy holidays. Back home. Hey, this is Lieutenant Christian Patnado, currently assigned to Camp Eric John Kowei with the uh, 369 Sustainment Brigade uh, from Long Island, New York. Uh, I just want to wish everybody Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'll be home soon. Love you guys. Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. It is talk back time. Now you can rock it old school and pick up the phone and call 844-52-SHERI or you can grab our app. It's free in Google Play and the Apple Store. And with it, you can listen to the show and each and every one of our podcasts, including the Oddcast, Talking Lamar and True Weird Stuff. Plus, you can enter contacts, contests and text the studio. And if you look, there's a little cartoon microphone in the bottom center of the screen. Just tap it and talk all you want, and the app will do the rest. Hi there, Bob and Sherry. This is Mandy calling from New York, New York. I am a long-time listener, uh, probably about 25 years, and a first-time talkbacker. That's my dog, Lando. Anyway, I'm feeling a little under the weather today, and I just remembered Bob had a great soup recipe from New York Times cooking where he used ground chicken in the soup. So I'm about to go and get the ingredients for that. And Bob, I hope it tasted good because if I feel like I don't like it, it may be your fault, but probably not. I love you guys. I hope you're having an awesome day. Bye. I hope you feel better. It's great soup. I know. Look at you inspiring a woman on her her journey. Her journey yeah. of wellness. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, that's I great. Think we have another one for you. This is Chris from 
around or near adjacent, if you're feeling fancy, to Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Bob, it is that time of year, man. I, I just can't even say how much I can't wait to find out how much it costs. And for all the listeners, if you know, you know. I love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, come on, Bob. Let me know how much it costs this year. I think we know what he's you know, you talking what? about. You know the what? The 12 days of um, Christmas. Oh, don't I'm make not, us I'm bad. not going to give it to you. I'm oh, not going to give it to you. I'm tired of the disrespect. <laughs> I, I've, I've had 25 years of disrespect about the 12 days of Christmas and how it changes price-wise hey, with Bob. the boards leaping. I, hey, Bob. I, I'm just not going to do it. Did you hear that man's voice? Is that really somebody you want to go mano a mano with and disappoint? Yeah, yeah seriously. He did have Does he Every sound year, like someone you want no to have a disagreement respect. with? Uh-uh. I'll tell you what. Years. If, I'll tell you what. In honor of it being Cyber Monday and the kickoff to like real holiday shopping, why don't we pause, see if you can find the jingle stick, and give it its inaugural shake for 2023. And we will let you tell us what the 12 days of Christmas hey, Jerry, are going to cost this year with no snark. Are we begging him to do it? Because it sounds like he really doesn't want to do it. He's he's really asking us to beg for it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the disrespect. Baby I try bread. to bring holiday cheer year after year after year. Oh, not that again. Oh, I'll, this is just a bunch of... Uh, let me give it some thought. I'll give it oh, some thought, please. but I promise nothing. I promise nothing. Next. I'm trying to speak, but my nostrils are flaring so hard and my eyes are rolling so much that I can barely get a word out. Maybe, maybe if you're good, Santa Bob will bring you the cost of the 12 days of Christmas next. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey everyone, Chaplain Jordan from the 237, wishing you all a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Shout out to my husband who continues to support me every single day and to my four-legged fur babies. Mama's coming home. Don't you worry. God bless everyone. (laughs) Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. Well, we did it. We spent the break uh, groveling and pleading with Bob to grace us with the cost of 2023's 12 Days of Christmas in this wild, greedflationary time that we're living in. And uh, my first question, Bob, before we begin, did you find the jingle stick? Let's holiday merriment go out to all. The jingle stick has arrived. Now, if you're a new listener, you're going, this is the most bizarre radio show I have ever heard. And you know what? You're right. All right. um, Let's go to the, I've decided to... uh, be very benevolent and just overlook the criticism and give you the 2023 costs of the 12 days of Christmas. And I have to tell you, she just said inflation. Holy cow. Is it different this year? Here we go. Uh, One partridge in a pear tree is $319.18. That is up 13.9%. Two turtle doves. 750 bucks up 25 percent three french can I ask hands you right now wait wait can i ask you right yes. now okay it's up 25 yeah. percent. what is the demand the global demand for turtle doves like do you know anybody that has one or is looking for one how can they um, jack it up by 25 percent? 
because nobody you know has what? one. If everybody yeah, they're holding it, back. Yeah, they're very yeah, rare. That's exactly Turbo, right. Very, that's very, it. Very yeah, rare. that's right. Good Costco question, Cherry. Good question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> three French hens, three hundred and thirty dollars, up three point five percent. Four calling birds. Oh man, uh, five hundred and ninety-nine dollars. That's unchanged, by the way. That's unchanged. Five gold rings. Yeah, five gold rings, $1,245. That is unchanged. So uh, we got a couple that are, uh, you know, holding. Six geese a-laying, $780, up 8.3%. Seven swans a-swimming. This is the second most expensive thing. Seven swans a-swimming, $13,125 unchanged. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's seven of them. Eight maids a milking, $58. That sounds wrong. That just, that sounds, to get eight maids a milking for $58? They need a better union. They need a better representation. They yeah. totally do. Totally do. Um, nine ladies dancing. Todd's not with us anymore, so you know I can't back uh, back this up. Eight thousand three hundred and eight dollars to get nine ladies a dancing. I think it's That's a matter a pricey of pricey night at the gentlemen's there. club. <laughs> yeah, it matters which city you're in. Um, <laughs> Ten lords a leaping, ladies and gentlemen, is up four percent. Fourteen thousand five hundred. And $39. Go ahead, Sherry, and say that's the patriarchy. Because you got the 10 lords leaping, which is one lord more than nine ladies dancing. And it's like $5,000 more for the guys. So, so unfair. You know, but so aren't unfair. we used to seeing this sort of wage inequality in the workplace? There, there it is. It's displayed right there. Um, 11 pipers piping $3,207 up 6.2%. And finally, the 12 drummers drumming, it is $3,468 up 6.2%. And here's the total. The total, you know, considering inflation for the past couple of years, it's only up 2.7%. The grand total is $46,729.86. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You are now free to start enjoying the holidays because of Bob. Wow. I just think we begged for that. Yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, when you, beg, when you beg for it, it's so much better. And I know, I know most of the men out there know what I'm talking about. So there you go. <laughs> This is Bob and Sherry. Can you believe this is sponsored by State Farm? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I believe this. I cannot believe this. You know, we all have a neighbor who has already erected a Christmas tree, and they've decorated their house and their yard while. Everyone else on the block is still having paper ghosts stuck through the windows or a pumpkin rotten on the doorstep. 
Okay. <laughs> or maybe it's you. I don't know. But jolliness aside, yeah. these early decorators tend to get a bad rap. Everybody makes fun of them, whatever. But for some people, the holidays provide more stress than splendor. So the sight of that first plastic reindeer on a neighbor's roof isn't exactly something you want to see. But according to two psychoanalysts, these eager decorators aren't eccentric. They're simply happier. Psychoanalyst Steve McCowan said, just face it, they're happier than you are. Amy Morin, another psychoanalyst, linked Christmas decorations with the pleasures of childhood. The holiday season stirs up a sense of nostalgia, as nostalgia helps link people to their personal past, and it helps people understand their identity. For many, putting up Christmas decorations early is a way for them to reconnect with their childhood. Morin also explained that these nostalgic memories can help remind people of spending the holidays with loved ones who may have passed away. Uh, decorating early may help them feel more connected with that individual. And that neighbor of yours who had their home decked out for December the 25th since Halloween, well... According to a study in the Journal of Environmental Psychology, homes that have been warmly decorated for the holidays make the residents appear more friendly and more cohesive compared to non-decorated homes when strangers come into the neighborhood. In other words, a little wreath can go a long way. So if you want to hang them stockings before you've even digested your Thanksgiving dinner, go ahead you might just find yourself a little bit happier for it. You think this will work for you, Bob? I, it, it already has. Uh, our house is decorated and has been for several days now. Mary uh, brought the, tea, uh, the tree down and uh, set it up and uh, did the mantle, the whole thing. I mean, she's great at doing this. I put a wreath outside, great big wreath outside um, on our house, on the outside of the house. And I agree with everything that those uh, therapists just said. Uh, it makes me happier. When I walk into that living room and I say, we have all different colored lights on the tree, which I like, that reminds me of my childhood. I, I think it's beautiful when people have all white lights or something like that, but I love all different colors and big round bulbs. It, it makes me feel better. Now, it's not, we're not doing it, you know, the day after um, Halloween. But we did go early this year, and I want to leave it up until the 2nd of January. I don't want to take it down on the 26th. It just brightens the room. The only thing I don't like is, is the tinsel. The tinsel is on the tree. She put it on the day afterwards, and I'm not saying anything. I, I just don't like I think I think tin, tinsel makes a tree look like it's crying. So I am anti-tinsel. But outside of that, I am the guy you just described, and so is Mary. My neighbor right across the street, we were out in the yard talking to them right before Halloween, and, I, and they, they're big mm -hmm. decorators. And I said, uh, how you doing on the decorating? And he goes, she's already got the tree up, but I told her that she could not put up anything outside until after Halloween. It's just ridiculous of not doing it. <laughs> the day after Boy, Halloween, they, here they went. And yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. And I like it. Oh, I love walking really, out my door and seeing it. Yeah. It's great. I like it. Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, the thing about I'm, it is, I'm, if you're going to do all that work, like you say, mm -hmm. leave it up or get it early because yeah. that's a lot of work if you're just going to do it for a few weeks. I mean, 
mean, yeah, I agree know. with you totally. People don't think that I'm that guy, but I've become that guy. So there you go. Well, That's good. You let people lift the pressure off of people. You know, if it's too much work to get that eight foot skeleton down, throw some Christmas lights at, at the base of it. There you go. You know, and a Santa hat on his head. And now he's a Santa skeleton. We have a, a, a zombie ghost girl on our front porch that's still there from Halloween. And I put a poinsettia next to her. I think it's... It's a little unsettling. It's a little unsettling, am, but you know what? It's a it's a hard life in a short day. and We're doing the best we can over here. I, I am going to have to mention to one of my neighbors down the street, if he's going to leave that truck that hadn't cranked in three years out in the front yard... <laughs> Would it kill him to put a string of lights on it? Could you just put a string of lights on it? That's all I'm asking. A string. Yeah. Not much. That just look a like string. A, look like an LL you know Bean what? catalog picture. Yeah. We're going to post everything Lamar just had on the uh, Bob and Sherry Facebook. So if you need to defend yourself against your holiday Grinches who don't like your early decorating, we'll have you covered. It's Bob and Sherry. Hi, I'm Cindy Berg, and I'm with the 380th Expeditionary Force Support Squadron. I want to wish all my family and friends in Great Falls and North Central Montana a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I want to give a special shout-out to my wonderful husband, Bob, and my beautiful daughter, Emily. I love you, I miss you, and I can't wait to be home with you. Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. How do we all feel about the city of New Orleans? I've always had a good Love time it. when I've gone to New Orleans, you know. There's there's no other city like it. Gene Shepard once said, it's where the devil goes on vacation. Not Vegas, <laughs> New Orleans. Because you get away with that. Have you been to New Orleans much, uh, Lamar? Have you been to New Orleans? Never been. I've never been either. Oh, oh you're never Are you been. kidding? I'm uh-huh. so surprised. No. Really? Yeah. Always it's, wanted it's to go. It's really fun. Just haven't been. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. And you'll see things there that you don't see anywhere else. I'm looking at, uh, they're famous for their pralines. They have fantastic pralines in New Orleans. And I'm looking at a sign on a store that's called Loretta's Authentic Pralines. And in large red uh, block letters, it says, no alcohol, no profanity, no smoking, no nudity, no penguins. Somehow, <laughs> that, that whole thing, if you've ever been in New Orleans, if you saw a penguin walking down the street at like one o'clock in the morning, you go, oh, there's a penguin. It's a, oh, that's a cute looking penguin. Only, only in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, I just, I just can't believe, I can't believe that Lamar, you've never been. I knew Max had never been. I didn't realize no, you'd never, never been. been. And yeah, Carla's Carla been boy. a bunch. She, she went a bunch because, you know, she lived in Alabama, wasn't that far away, and they would go. And we yeah. keep talking about going. We just, just haven't done it. Yeah. I, I can't wait because I know the food is tremendous. And I'm really the food there. is great. Lamar, there is a um, an RV campground right near the, whatchamacallit, the big indoor arena in um, New Orleans. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, Super Bowl. It's Superdome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's right downtown. You'll be parked in your camper and right in downtown New Orleans. You should go. Wow. Ooh. You should. I'm going to check on that. That would be would a be very cool. cool thing to do. Yeah. Yes. There's a trip for you. Not that far away. I love yeah. it. I All right. So it. there it is. I got I to gotta go to Loretta's next time I'm there and get a praline. It's Bob and Sherry. It's 
Bob and Sherry, the podcast. So today, of course, is Cyber Monday. You know, we had Black Friday and now we have Cyber Monday. And like Black Friday, Cyber Monday's gotten a little loose and a little sloppy. And here's what I mean by that. You probably saw this, too, if you went into a retail store in the weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. I decided this year I would try to take a shot at getting some Christmas shopping done a little bit early. So I headed out um, a week and a half before Thanksgiving and was amazed and glad, very glad, very appreciative, but amazed at how many Black Friday deals there were a week and a half before Thanksgiving. I mean, Mm -hmm. like I bought I bought some, uh, you know, silly Christmas jammies for the babies and they were like, 60% 60% off and the gap was like everything in the store buy one get one 50% off Black Friday I'm like man if y'all are doing Black Friday like this 10 days before Thanksgiving on Black Friday do you just are you just getting give it away <laughs> and I can remember you kids today I can remember the first Cyber Monday and it was lit- literally like at one minute after midnight on Cyber Monday the deals started piling up especially on Amazon and you had until midnight on Cyber Monday to take advantage of those prices, and then they were right. gone. But right. guess guess what started early this year? That'd be Cyber Monday. Um, so not all of the great deals came out before today, but a lot of them did. And that tells you everything you need to know about where retailers are, doesn't it? It does. Um, I, I think... They just want to be sure they're going to move all the merchandise is what it comes down to. I think the days where, you know, people would stand in line and maybe sleep overnight in a tent in front of Kohl's or in front of Target or wherever it is. I think those are gone, don't you? I I don't remember that last year. I think there's so many ways that you can buy a pair of pajamas or shoes or whatever that that doesn't work. That one day doesn't work anymore. You know what was really spectacular? There were a couple of items that pe- that were worth camping out for. Remember when the PlayStation first came out, Sony PlayStation? People were willing to spend three nights sleeping in a pup tent in a Best Buy parking yep. lot. That's Not right. only to get a deal on the PlayStation, but because once they were gone, you weren't getting one in time for Christmas, right? And then there was... Um, the uh, the year that flat screen TVs finally became cheap enough to be realistic. When flat screen TVs, kids gather around and let, let me tell you a story. Oh, yeah. When flat screen TVs first hit the market, they were ten thousand dollars for a TV. That's right. It was ten. $10 I remember the commercial. I remember yeah. the first commercial for one. It was a really cool looking couple, and they were in a very modern uh, living room. And the screen was up there, and the two of them, I mean, they were too cool for the room. They just hit this little thing, and it pops up. And I looked at that, and I said, man, nobody's ever going to get one of those things. That's like somebody in Hollywood or something. And look where we are right now. And you're right. That was $10,000. Well, the minute that they were able to get that price down, um, and it was like Walmart, and it was Best Buy a lot. A lot of your... Like crazy campouts on Black Friday happened to Best Buy stores around the country because this flat screen TV that was like something out of the Jetsons, now you could get one for $600. People, yeah, that's right. People slept on the ground for three days mm-hmm. leading up to that. And there were and fist the fights, fights. 
fist yeah, fights at Walmart. Fist fights. And then there were a couple of hot toys. Tickle Me Elmo. Mm. Oh my God. People yeah. were willing, people were willing to shiv your Meemaw to get a Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> it's and that true. is no exaggeration, right? That's true. That's but, the one that jumps out at me. Yeah, but if you think about it, um, that was all all the big brawling fist fights were before online shopping was a great big common thing. So you right. kind of had to go stand for three days in the parking lot at Best Buy. And you had to be willing to ship someone's mamma to get a Tickle Me Elmo. Um, that once everything was widely available online, like that kind of urgency stopped. Yeah, and I saw something at Costco the other day. I don't know. Uh, they didn't tell me. I tried. Believe me, because you know I'm nosy. I'm enthusiastically curious. I'm, I tried. The people in front of us at Costco have like a freight dolly, not a shopping cart. And it is stacked to the moon with toys. But it was four toys and like 10 boxes each of the same toy. So I hmm. said to Kev, either they're resellers. These are toys. They know these toys are going to sell. Because it was like some Barbie stuff and some other stuff. Yeah, These yeah. toys are going to sell out before Christmas. And these folks are going to make a killing on eBay. Or these people are buying for a nonprofit or a church. Or... They're just really wealthy and they're buying for toys for tots. So I slide up the line to the lady who is absolutely beautiful. She's like maybe 40. And I said to her, hey, excuse me. I just thought Mrs. Santa Claus would never be as beautiful and young as you are. And, oh, she just laughed. She thought that was the best thing ever. Did she tell, tell you where they the, were going? No, would not tell me what the toys were. She wouldn't tell you. <laughs> I think they were going to a, a toy drive. I think they were going I hope to a so. toy drive. Yeah. I yeah. hope so. Um, right. But yeah, so today is Cyber Monday. There are deals online that will expire at midnight tonight if you're trying to get some shopping done with, you know, from the comfort of your jammies in your own home. It's Bob and Sherry. Don't miss Bob and Sherry's annual tree lighting on Thursday, December 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern during happy hour. Join Bob, Sherry, Max, Lamar, Heather, and Doc for a Facebook Live event full of holiday cheer. Plus, we'll be giving five lucky winners a holiday gift box that includes surprises from Check Feather and Down Company, Deanna Bean Children's Books, and more. Tis the season to celebrate with your online family at Bob and Sherry's Tree Lighting Happy Hour, December 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. The Bob and Sherry website. The Oddcast. Contest info. BobandSherry.com Go to BobandSherry.com to nominate a teacher you think deserves a vacation to Florida. It could be you or a teacher you know and appreciate. Each week, we choose a teacher to win Bob and Sherry swag, and they're nominated for the monthly grand prize from Visit Florida, a three-night vacation for two to Margaritaville Beach Resort, Fort Myers Beach, plus round-trip airfare and vehicle rental. They'll also join us for a live Teachers Tell All recording of the podcast. Nominate a teacher at Bob and Sherry.com. I thought it was my imagination, but there seemed to, if you're on the internet, there seemed to have been an awful lot of gigantic Los Angeles mansions that are suddenly for sale. You know, some of them are people you don't know. It could be a shake from, you know, the mid uh, Middle East, or it could be a very famous Hollywood celebrity. And then I read this article in Vanity Fair, When Sunsets Not Selling. And the title underneath it says, 
With its power, creatives on strike, a hefty new mansion tax, and insurers fleeing, L.A.'s fanciest properties are at a standstill. And they take a look at one that is for sale in the Hollywood Hills. The house is 11,000 square feet. It's got more than an acre. A beautiful design, very mid-century, but uh, recently constructed. And um, it's just something that you would dream of. It has a screening room modeled after Grauman's uh, Chinese theaters, tiles and floors flown in from Italy and French villas. If you uh, were going to the open house, they actually had an open house. They had a line of golf carts to take you up there. You poured champagne. There was a jazz band. A vintage Mercedes, of course, was parked outside to give it a look. They can't sell this house. It's uh, $15.5 million. And I think the main reason some of these celebrities and very wealthy people are deserting that part of Los Angeles is they have just kicked in a 5.5% tax on homes above 5 million bucks. So if wow. you've got a home that's $5,200,000, and that's a hell of a you know expensive house, you've got to pay an additional tax to L.A. County of 5.5%. Now, 5.5% doesn't sound like a lot, but on $11 million, <laughs> that's a big piece of change. And I starts think some up, of these, it? it starts adding up because, and then you've got to add the, the landscapers and all of the other stuff that goes with keeping a house like that up. And I think some of these people have just said, yeah, I got a lot of money. I got to get rid of this thing. This is costing me a bundle. And Thank homes un- under five, homes under five are hard to find. Well, thank goodness we have that one Powerball winner in California who keeps buying luxury mansions. He's going to single-handedly keep the real estate business afloat <laughs> in L.A. What's up? What's that up guy, with him? That guy's so he crazy. Do? He he won like a billion dollars in the Powerball, and he's yeah, just buying yeah. real estate. Oh, in 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 uh, in Hollywood. He, yeah, he took the lump Anywhere, sum yeah. for nine hundred and ninety-seven million. He had won oh. two billion, but. The lump Whoa. sum was less than a, a, a billion. And he it's such is a cliche. buying him some houses. Yeah. It's such a cliche. You know, I got almost a billion dollars. I'm going to be a, live like a star in Hollywood. The temptation, though, can I tell you, if I won a billion dollars, if I had 997 I million lump sum after taxes and everything. Yeah. I, the, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to buy a real, 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 real nice house. Sorry, I just have. I don't even know why at this point, but I am. How much are you giving us? Oh, I've already got it all. I don't even know out. you people. I don't even know <laughs> you people. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really, that's not good. Lamar. Dead we, air on this we, end, baby. We've always Dead had a deal. Dead air. Dead air. We've always <laughs> had a deal air. on the show. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Listen, that's part listen, of your listen. employment agreement. You, you hear more from Doc than you hear from me. Okay. I mean, (laughs) I figured it out. If I win, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm manifesting when I win, I am forming a foundation and I'm going to put all of you and my family members on the payroll of this foundation. And I'm going to appoint someone to deal with all of you. And then I am disappearing into the desert of New Mexico and living my best life with the aliens. Why can't we come and visit and, once in a while? Why do we have to have a Don't be a baby about it. I put you on the payroll. Nope. No, you can what do I have go to between. Do? 
the go between is so I don't have to listen to my cousin Pat Pat to I need bail money, Sherry. Uh, that's oh, what the go between is for. You guys can come visit me in New Mexico. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe once is the feeling I get. I, I don't see the welcome mat out for us. Well, considering up, Bob, you're the, getting money, shut up. Shut up, yeah, Bob. See if you get the address. The, see if you get the address. I don't know. You don't yeah. even like going to other people's houses. Like, don't even act like you want to come visit me. In he my likes going to splendor. other rich people's houses. Yeah, yeah. Not poor people, but rich people. <laughs> and a good drink. <laughs> <laughs> and it's over by 930. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> You know, I bet that is a problem, though, if you if you come into and who wins a billion dollars. But let's say they they won a hundred million dollars. I wonder how many of the relatives come out of the woodwork and how Bob, do they approach? Bob, you, you can't imagine the cousins I've got calling me since I come here full time. You cannot imagine. Are you I got kidding? cousins calling me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They need money. Oh, I thought they were going to yeah. call and say, do you need help? <laughs> yeah. yeah what hey, happened lamar? to you yeah. lamar i'm gonna call your cousins and ask them for money that's how that yeah. works here wow. there it is it's they bob ain't selling sunset now let's open up the bob and sherry archive vault so this is kind of interesting here i i love traditions you know 78 percent of americans said they prefer eating at home over going to a restaurant for a holiday meal. Absolutely. 78%. Do you know what the main reason was? The food's better? No, because there will be fewer eyewitnesses at home when they put an extended family member in a chokehold. Oh, yeah. because of the drama. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's a joke. No, I mean, I think people, they, people like holiday meals to be in somebody's house. Um, the, you know, a restaurant has its charms. You don't have to clean up. You didn't have to cook. Right. But does it really feel like Thanksgiving? I used to do it all the time. Take everybody out for a big dinner on, uh, on Christmas Eve. Not so much lately, but, uh, it never bothered me, but no, there Christmas is something special. Christmas Eve going out special. to dinner is fun on it, Christmas Eve. For some people, some people hate it. Yeah. They, they, they just hate it. And, and one of the things that people love about eating in, uh, in, at home is that you have the leftovers. And what do you think the most popular leftovers are that people like to have turkey. with a holiday dinner? Turkey. turkey. Turkey is so far ahead of everything else. Turkey, yeah. turkey dressing. Turkey is number one. And pie. Uh, that is exactly right. In order. Thank you. Yep. The stuffing is uh, second, 21%. Would you reheat the stuffing? I, I would have to reheat yeah. it the next day, I think. Yep. And I like, I'm particular about stuffing. I do not like gravy. Do you know how particular I am about stuffing? Stuffing was one of the foods I would not eat as a child. Like uh-huh. at gunpoint, I would refuse to eat it. Yeah. Um, I only eat stuffing if I know who made it and how they made it. And I won't eat stuffing that's made with croutons. Um, I because don't have I issue, hate but... croutons. I will not eat a crouton. I didn't know that. There's only two kinds of croutons I eat. The kind that are made by my Aunt Rosemary, who's dead now, so it's been a while. And the croutons at this one particular restaurant that are made out of cornbread. I, I like I like it to be That's moist, it. but I don't want it to be gooey and gelatinous. No gooey, no yeah. gelatinous, no... Hey, 
I got no beef with Pepperidge Farm the other 364 days out of the year, but no Pepperidge Farm box stuffing mix ever. Are you kidding? It's I wouldn't a crouton. mind that. Dude, it's a Is crouton. that what it it's is? Well, anyway, it's the second most popular thing. The third yeah, is the- pumpkin pie. Specifically, pumpkin pie. That is <gasps> delicious the next for day. For breakfast. I know it. And I have to tell you, with a little bit of Cool Whip, I don't care what anybody says. The man that's suspicious about pie, let me get loves this straight, pumpkin pie. loves pumpkin pie. Yeah. Pumpkin you know pie why? is more trustworthy. It, it, there's, it's, there's a solidity to I it. I will speak for him. I understand why pumpkin pie... Um, is his exception to the pie is disgusting and suspicious rule. Because unlike other fruit pies where the filling might be mostly gelatinous goo and not nearly enough fruit, yes, pumpkin pie has nowhere to hide. That's right. It's pumpkin and, and that's all it is. Yep. Right? And, There's no And ooze. some spices. There's no filler. Yeah. I don't like it. Pumpkin pie you don't can't like it. I've tried to like it. I don't what like do it. What do you dislike about it? Uh, it has an odd consistency and a, a, a taste that I don't necessarily like and I just... I've tried to like it. Every year somebody goes, pumpkin pie. And I go, maybe maybe this is the year I'll like it. And I go, no. I make a pumpkin Mm-mm. chiffon pie that you might like. Maybe if it was. You know what's gross? And when and all the old Italian ladies in my family used to fight each other. They'd stab each other with forks to get to it. Mince pie. Now, what's in mince pie? Hell. I, I, I know. I know. There's some and weird boogers. stuff that you can't that you can't identify mince in pie. mince pie. Now, back in the day, mince meat pie used to have meat in it. But now it has like, I don't know, dried fruit and weirdly yeah. textured goo. And, and it's thin. And it's thin. It's very thin. I don't like it either. I think it's on the way out, mince pie. When's and, the last time anybody made that? And all the old ladies, we, we, all the kids would be like, ew, mince pie. And they'd be like, <laughs> shut up. You don't know what's good. It's a, it's a British <laughs> tradition I'm seeing here. Gruesome. You know, the old ladies and old men, they always, that's, that's their go-to line. Shut up. You don't know what good is. They used to say that to me when my mother would serve that Chung King stuff. Yeah, you don't know, you don't know good. what good is. Yeah, I did know what good is, oh. and it wasn't that. Oh, that's a stretch. Chung King <laughs> as the example of what's good. And Aunt Philomena would come over, and she'd waddle into the kitchen, and she'd say, Rainy, I hope those kids didn't get into the mince pie. <laughs> oh, in your freaking dreams, we're going to get into the mince pie. The number four thing that people dog food people like with leftovers, um, this is kind of surprising, mashed potatoes. I mean, I, I'm not, they, the next day, I'm not eating mashed potatoes. Them. And sweet potatoes is number five, the same no, thing. No, no, leftover sweet potatoes rock. No, I wouldn't like that. Do you know what my mother would do with mashed potatoes? Rather than serving as mashed potatoes, she would make make these little pies. Potato and then, cakes. Potato cakes, and then fry uh, them yeah. on either side. Oh, is that good? Yeah. That's good. Yes. Yeah, I would like that. I'm saying that's good. I've never had it, but that sounds really it good. It is good. Yeah. This and, one knows what's good. <laughs> I don't think so. Fried <laughs> leftover mashed potatoes. And save him some of that mince pie, Reedy. What know, else? If, what else was uh, the, final, the final thing is cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah. yeah. All day long. Th- that'll, that'll go for several days. You know, when you refer to me as this one, it's like <laughs> when I was hanging out with some Portuguese folks. They called the you this earlier, one, too. In front of me. Yeah. Right the, to your face. This one Look doesn't, this doesn't one know what's good. Look at this one. He knows what's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry Holiday Slash Christmas Store is now open. Merry Christmas! Santa's elves are working overtime to get you some great deals, like the Bob and Sherry Big Book Bundle featuring Cooking with Cats, the Book of Bob, and our adult coloring book, too. Christmas miracles do happen. Plus, for the first time ever, the Bob and Sherry Christmas Ornament featuring caricatures of the whole cast. Bob and Sherry phone cases, luggage tags, tote bags, and Hanukkah coffee mugs and Oi to the World shirts. True Weird Stuff swag and more. Free shipping on orders over $75. Merry Christmas. The holidays are here at the Bob and Sherry store. Conveniently located on the shop tab at bobandsherry.com. Happy Holidays! Hello, I'm Colonel Dennis. I'm the 37th IBCT Deputy Commander. Just want to say Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Go Blue! Shout out to my family and friends. Hope you're having a good time. Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. I love my life. I have a wonderful wife, and, uh, you know, we both work out of the same house here. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun, and life is life is good. But sometimes, you know, you just kind of like to have a place to yourself. And she told me just a little while ago, she said, I flipped my uh, clients, and I'm not working in the morning when you're working. I'm going to be working all afternoon. And I went, oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my, but, oh, no. Oh. When will we hang out? Oh. What will I do? What will I do? What will, what will I, I do, do all afternoon all by myself with no direction or, you know, I can I could take a nap and not You're say anything. It. You're wasting it. You're wasting it. Don't waste it. What Don't do you waste mean? it. Don't, oh yeah! Don't waste don't it waste on a nap. It. You're asleep. Yeah, you don't realize right. everything. You could be yeah. Do something else. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I, what am I going to do? Go to the strip club or something? I don't. I don't know what I would do. Mm, not in the afternoon. No. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Listen, okay. you're going to do the things she doesn't want you to do. You're going to watch World War II in color and the news. Yes. That's what I'll do. Yeah. And then at the end of it, doze off during uh, one of the news broadcasts. Yeah. Take a nice little nap. Yeah. She doesn't want you doing that. What's she going to do? Tell some patient? Hold on. I think he's watching World War II in color again. She's caught. She's totally caught. Yeah. She can't break. So, yeah, Mr. Bobby's got a nice little afternoon set for himself. This is Bob and Sherry. Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the Oddcast, and Talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter 
Recruiter's powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 